Meanwhile, at the Seneca Treehouse in New York City, Nightmare skulks into Jean Grey and Cyclops' bedroom. Ah. Uh, uh, oh. Oh my goodness, it's a dream. Oh, the X-Men pinball between death and destruction, then die and live again. And I've never enjoyed nightmares more than the ones in their little heads, especially this redhead. Oh my god, I blew up a planet. No. Oh, my god, I blew up a planet. I blew up so many things. You know what I really want to blow up? My pussy. Come here, Cyclops. What the? Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, Jesus. Come here, Wolverine. I didn't uh, think you were oh, this type yeah. of... Hey, Emma, oh. Emma, come on in. And I heard you're I've... fucking Kitty. So, Kitty, you can what? be here, too. Oh, yeah, oh. let's get it on. And Cable, I always wanted... I'm, oh. No, wait, oh, wait, no, not oh. Cable. No, I'm perfectly uh. related to you. So, Cable, you get... Oh, why not? Come oh. on in, Cable. Uh. Oh, go, God. Oh, oh, these dreams are too wet. Oh, come on. Oh, oh. let's... Come on in, Marrow. Oh, no! Oh, that's it! I'm out of here! She's the worst X-Man! Oh, heebie-jeebies, heebie-jeebies! Whee! Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode... 198 of CBQ Legacy. 199. 199 of CBQ Legacy. I'm sorry. As you can hear, the person yelling at me is our co-host, Brett, and I'm Jeff, who were, oh, look, look, once you get to the 200s, it's all, it all blends together. It's all I can say. Or evidently right before that. Yeah, yeah, it's all the same. It's all the same. Let's just have a bunch of 200s. Let's have a bunch of 200s. Let's number... Every episode beyond this one, 200. Yeah. Hey, if the X-Men can have 500 number ones, we can have multiple 198 episodes. Oh, 198. Remember when that was a thing? <gasps> That's the amount of mutants that were left over after M-Day, right? That's right, Evil Jeff. <laughs> Good memory. Oh, God. I, that's the oh. only thing I memorized. Actually, I was talking to my friends last night, and they were talking about how I actually have a good memory, but it's bad because I'm always able to, like, bring up conversations and fights to, like, wow. call them out on. I'm the opposite. I don't remember anything. My friends always, hey, remember? Nope. You're like, nothing. I, nothing. Oh, here's nothing a little question me. I want to ask Nothing stays. You. Yeah, What's what? your, how old, like, do you remember, what? though, your childhood? My childhood? Like, what's the earliest memories you have as a kid? I remember my, I think I remember, my one of my earliest memories is a nightmare. I remember falling asleep on the living room floor in our house in Union Beach, New Jersey. I was probably like three, four, and I had a dream about a scorpion. And I woke up and I was like, ah, ah. That's my earliest memory. But you don't remember anything outside of being awake at that time, that age. No, that's the only thing. I remember that's... falling down the the um like the jungle gym, I guess you would call it. Uh, a lot of steel bars. Yeah, I just know there's some dome. people where they're like, oh, I don't remember anything before like middle school. And I'm like, nothing? Oh, what? That seems crazy. No, to I me. remember all the pain and horror. Oh yeah. Well, some people say if you don't have any memories, that it's like trauma. That it's like you're just blocking trauma. Yeah. Speaking no, of I, blocking, I, yeah. 
Speaking of blocking trauma, I had a traumatic uh, weekend because oh. too many trailers came out. Well, it was a DC Phantom event, you silly thing. Yeah, and I think that will segue into our. What are you gonna pick? Ooh, hot topics. I didn't. That's know right, was, Evil Jeff. I didn't know there was a DC fandom thing, and suddenly it was like, oh, here's this trailer, here's this trailer, here's this trailer. I'm like, what the You're fuck? Like, what is happening? Is going on. What is hashtag DC fandom? <laughs> yeah, they. Like, See, you on DC Twitter. Fandom, See, like, you're on Twitter, so that is like, you can't avoid it. Was DC Fandom a pandemic thing, or were they always planning this virtual event? I because I, no I think idea. I for, it, isn't this like the second one, third Probably. one? Yeah, they're doing this instead of because there isn't like a they're not really doing a lot of the although if why would they do DC Fandom and then not go to New York Comic Con? This is this is what I'm nervous about. Are these big publishers just going to start having their own event and not it's like attend streaming things services. like New York Comic Con? <gasps> Comic-Con yes. were cable, and now all of them are just going to be their own little streaming services. Yes, yeah, exactly. Ugh. Oh, my God. Comic-Cons are such dinosaurs. Oh, my God. They're the malls. Good. They'll be more indie. Of the 2000s. They're going to be like malls or VHS tapes. Ugh. Oh, but Marvel's not doing a fan event. Why not? They don't need to. Jesus. They got all Disney+. All year is a big fan event. Right. And they're saying Disney they, Plus will overtake Netflix in like 2024 or something. If we live that long. Oh, Jesus Christ. Why? is what? something? Do I know something that you don't? No, I know something that you don't. What? We're doomed. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> We're doomed. It's spooky season. Let's talk about some trailers that came okay. out of the DC Fandom event, which is going to ruin Comic-Cons forever. Ones that like I don't really care oh, about. Fuck. What? I didn't watch Aquaman. Oh, I didn't see the Aquaman one either, so we're just not going to talk about it. Is it the sequel? Yeah. Who's directing it? Is it the same? Is it, what's his name from Conjuring? Maybe. Well, look at us. Look at the research we do beforehand. <laughs> we are on top of it. Maybe, maybe not. We're on Who top knows? of the other ones. Um, I will say I watched uh, Black Adam. I watched Black Adam as well, starring Dwayne The Rock And it was Johnson. so funny. I was watching with my boyfriend, and then I was like, is this connected to the Shazam movies? And then she goes, Shazam! And I was like, okay, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was definitely like a big teaser, but as someone who has no connection to it, um, but he's like, is he a bad guy? Or is he like one of those... He was a villain, and then he's been redeemed since. Okay. My husband saw the Black Adam trailer. He said, there's no context. What did I just watch? What is this? And I was like, babe, it's the DC Fandom event. They don't need context. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I was about to say. This literally was made for fans because the only person who would get a shit from, give a shit from what I saw are people who know who Black Adam is. And as someone right. who hasn't really, I've seen him every once in a while in a few comics here and there. So it's not enough for me to be like, ooh, what are his powers? Shazam. So he has the Shazam powers. Yeah. So like that's his costume what is it like, is. It's like a black Shazam costume. Oh, okay. I thought because they had the same powers that they also were supposed to look the same. I did not realize he was Middle Eastern. Okay. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Interesting. So I guess this isn't an origin story since it looks like he's already there. Right? Is he Middle Eastern? I think he's Egyptian. Anyway. Um, 
Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I mean, maybe they'll spill some. I mean, they have to. Is it's the that, first movie. Is that okay for a Samoan to play an Egyptian? No, no. <laughs> it's highly offensive. I'm just kidding. Um, I, it, I don't know. Anyway, I have nothing else to say. People have talked about The Rock playing Black Adam for, like, eons. Like, The Rock should play Black Adam. The Rock should play Black Adam. That's been a thing for so long. Fine. Can you smell that? Can I smell that? Yeah. What do I smell? What Black Adam is cooking. I, yeah, I have nothing else. You know to what he's cooking? Life. You know what Black Adam is cooking? He cooked that man who he was holding by the throat. He cooked him. That is true. T- to dust. So will will Shazam be in this movie? I'm not sure, but I bet he will be in the next one. But isn't Shazam having its, his own sequel too? Yes, and that came out as well. It was more like a featurette than a trailer. It had oh. like people, actors and directors talking to camera about the movie. Oh, okay. It was part of the DC Fandome event. Is that so Fandome? All... You keep saying Fandome. Is it D-O-M-E? Yeah, there's an E on the end. Oh, why? Because it's a place. It's a dome. Oh, okay. It's a, it's a virtual venue. Do you understand? Okay. I don't. I don't know. Should I don't we just know stop? Should we should just stop. <laughs> <laughs> what um, else did you see? I saw something called Peacemaker. Ooh, I did not see that one. Tell me about it. Um, it looks hilarious. It's basically, um, they were really smart. They took the girl who was in Color Purple and Orange is the New Black the, from the Broadway, Broadway what? Color Purple. She was, uh, what's her name? Uh, Tasty from Orange is the oh, Black. Oh, Tasty's great. Oh, my God. Basically, she's like his partner in a way. So you have this kind of oh, like wow. right wing... <laughs> yeah yeah guy who's now called in and in a weird way it looks like they're like all right now we're, we need to use you but actually we do want you to like kind of be a good guy like you can't kill just people for no reason yeah you have Unless, to be likable but it still is happening so it's kind of like it looks like it's really funny it looks like there's gonna be a lot of shenanigans i think it looks great it just looks like a, a continuation off of of the amazing suicide squad sequel so does James Gunn have a direct hand in it? Like, is he writing it and directing it? Or is he, like, producing it? Or is he, like, doing the pilot and then leaving? I don't know. We um, need to find out. Um, let me just take a look really quick for the Peacemaker TV series. Um, Podcasts are nothing but people reading Wikipedia at you. You know this? Yeah, right. Um, it just says, like, created by James Gunn. Oh, please. I would love to be so rich that I'm just created oh, by... Oh, no, 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 no. Put wait, my name wait, on wait, created Wait, 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 Nope. And here it is. I, I, it said created by <gasps> James Gunn, but written by James Gunn, executive uh, producer Peter Saffron and James Gunn. This is great. So this is going to be amazing. And this, there's no way this can be bad. So That's fantastic. I thought you were going to say executive producer James Gunn and John Cena. Because that seems to be a trend these days. I'm seeing the lead actor's name as executive producer well, on I'm every sure show I watch. Part of their, that's part of their, uh, for them, when they're like, hey, we want you to be in this. It's like, okay, 
make, make me an EP. Producer. And honestly, the EP, it's literally, I don't even think it's necessarily EP of the show. It's EP of their character. It gives them creative control where they're like, and now your character's oh, going to do wow. this. And they're going to be like, no, 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 no. Nope. My character's not going to do that. Wow. Did I ever tell you about the fight between Vin Diesel and uh, The Rock in the in the in the whatchamacallit movies, the Fast and Furious movies? No. Did you know that they had a count of how many punches they each had, and they had to have an equal amount of punches, and neither of them they had it written in their contract that they could never lose a fight. Wow. So even when they like the bad guy does something, they don't like technically fall over or lose from a fist fight. It's like these weird loops they have to jump through because of these people are EPs on the show. And they're like, Mike, my my brand will not let me ever lose. It's so stupid. It's so egomaniacal. Yeah. Who cares? Stop. Everything should stop. Okay, there also was. Did you see? Did you see the trailer for um, the Batman? I did. What do you think? Well, this is another one that came out where apparently they hate the director and and Robert Pattinson hate each other and are talking shit about each other. Jesus, because Pattinson they, looks so good. But I will say it looks really good. Isn't it Matt Reeves? Yeah. What else did he do? Oh, Matt Reeves? Yeah, I know, and I know. He's... I know. Why is my brain drawing a blank? Oh, Matt Reeves has done so much. He did um, Let Me In. Right, 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 right. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, like Planet of the Apes stuff. Cloverfield, Cloverfield stuff. Yeah, I will say this. It's like this is, it, it looks like it has the... It's not trying to be... I think the problem with Zack Snyder's is he was trying to be a Christopher Nolan, Hetty-like movie, but Zack Snyder is incapable of doing that. Not capable of that, yeah. And I think Matt, Matt Reeves is. <laughs> well, but I think Matt Reeves isn't trying to necessarily do that. I think he's like, I'm just going to do my own thing because this doesn't look darker. It looks more comic-y to me but not in like a but it's it looks like a batman comic where batman comic is it's very noir looking i think that's the word yes like yes yes it is very much so and i think that's like what it needs to be like i'm super excited for it yeah me too it looks fantastic and again colin farrell unrecognizable it is mind-blowing is he the penguin yes oh i didn't yeah i did not even realize until you said that we got Zoe Kravitz as a hot as shit Catwoman. So hot. Who's playing the Riddler? Did they show him in the trailer? It's Paul Dano. Oh. Yeah. From, um, what's the Van movie, right? Isn't he in the Van movie? Little Miss Sunshine? Right, <laughs> That's... right, right. He's been in That's other my... things since then. He was He's in been in a lot of other what's things. What's that one? No, we're, Come on. uh, what's his name? Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. Uh, was it? The, not... My Left Foot? No, the other one that he, the... The guy who did Magnolia, and they're like, oil, they're making oil. They're oh like oil yeah, trailers. yeah. There will be blood. Is that okay? Yeah, he was in that. Paul. Dino I'll steal your. I'll, what is it? I'll drink your milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, him. And uh, yeah, the trailer looks real, real good. Like you said, noir comic, and I love that shit. Love Jeffrey Wright. 
the Watcher, Uatu, as Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. The only thing I worried about this trailer is I felt like it was giving away a little too much. Too much. Where I was like, I, I hope I, I hope that maybe, because I like the Marvel rule where they kind of try and just keep it to the first act. So yes. So that you're not really this spoiled. Was... This was like showing really cool things with like the penguin and then him coming through the fire at like the Batmobile coming through the fire. And I'm like, I would have liked to see that in the movie and been surprised. But it looks yeah. cool. I mean, hey, that could be the opening scene. Who knows? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm hoping it is. I hope I'm not spoiled. But um, I think it looks great. I think Robert Pattinson, Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart, who would have thought that piece of shit Twilight, that underneath that are two insanely amazing actors. Yeah. And I think Robert Pattinson is such a good actor. I'm just like super excited for his Batman. I think he's going to bring the perfect thing to it. They were really made fun of during the Twilight movies for being shitty actors, you know, like for just being like, oh, they're so. They're great. They're fantastic. The Lighthouse? Hello? Yeah. Um, finally, I think the only other trailer we haven't mentioned... Well, there were some video game trailers. There was trailers for Gotham Knights and um, Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League. Which looks awesome, by That's the way. That's fun. Um, the Flash with Ezra Miller. Did you see that? I did see that... First what? of all, okay, I, I'm not comfortable with him looking looking at me. Like I didn't like his straight to camera introduction because I just I get the creeps. The creeps in in what way? Ezra Miller, I get the creeps ever since I saw him choke the girl in the store. Okay, that's I what I was saying. I couldn't stand. I wasn't sure if you like you were saying because he's hot or literally the no. creeps. No, I agree. The fact that like he choked that woman out and then wasn't canceled is very strange to me. It's very strange. That we're all like, we're just going to ignore that. So that's fine. Yeah. But I will say, um, does that mean we shouldn't watch this movie? I'm probably still going to watch it. Does that make me I'm bad? still going to watch it. Yeah, but no, it's say, not. Well, but that's the oh, weird God. thing is because The Flash is such an extensive, it's gone so extensively into the TV show, has so many seasons to it. Eight seasons. That watching this where it's like, ooh, there's maybe another dimension. And then of the fact that Spider the Spider-Verse is already doing this and that they've already done it in The Flash. And I'm, I don't know. I'm just kind of like, what am I going to get out of this movie? What What are you bringing me new? It's so gimmicky. It's Do you know Ezra what you're going to get out of it? Ezra Miller is not the thing I'm going to get out of it because I'm already like on the fence with You know that. who's in it. Who? Batman. Oh, oh, Michael Keaton's in it, right? And it's Michael Keaton. Yeah. That's uh, that's pretty. So he goes to that dimension, which I mean, yeah, it's super cool. I'm going to watch it because of that. Will Kim Basinger be in it? Oh, I would die. Vicky Vale. I can't wait to see who plays her. Do you remember when Prince did the the Batman soundtrack? Girl, that was like my Bible. Vicky Vale. I am. I like, I like Batman. Batman. Ugh. Bat Dance was my jam. Bat Dance was so fucking So it was good. Party Man. Party Man was my jam. Oh. The, the song that Jack Nicholson plays when he destroys the museum. Yes. Oh. Rock a party like nobody can. Batman Rules, won. regulations, oh, no place in this nation. What is a better movie, the first Batman or the Dark Knight of the Batman movies? The first Batman or the, oh, the Dark Knight. You think the one with uh, Heath Ledger? Uh, it's like one had to crawl so the other could walk. You know what I mean? 
it's I but think the, I the, still the, might go for the first Batman movie. Yeah, it's so iconic. Yeah. It's I'd rather watch a Tim Burton y thing than a Christopher Nolan y thing. Although Tim you know? Burton is canceled now. What'd he do? Well, it turns out that he specifically there's people and artists and storyboarders and and set designer people are coming out being like, oh yeah, he does not want any black people in his movies because it ruins his. Oh aesthetic. my god! Oh my I'm god! Like, what? Yeah, he says it. Ru- it's not part of his goth aesthetic. Oh my god! And it was so uh. funny where someone I watched a TikTok and this gay guy is like, Tim Burton, um, black people die. <laughs> <laughs> so what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> um they die too so yeah so now it's just like oh everyone's garbage everyone is garbage but i'm still gonna enjoy the movie and then just be like the person in real life is garbage yeah and I'll watch the movie once. How about that? And I'll pirate it. But like, but I really am. I, I cannot separate art from artists. To the, do you know what I just saw? What was I watching where Lizzo hugged Chris Brown and said, you're one of my favorite people. What? Also, Lizzo? she did it and performed at the Dave, at the Dave Chappelle show. His latest oh. one at the Hollywood Bowl. Dave Chappelle is tearing my comedy community apart. Oh, God. People are, what, people are fighting? People Do you are mean fighting the gay community or even the streets are no, getting the comedy, involved? No, the comedy community. Because yeah, the streets too, gay, not just the queers. Well, well, I think there's a lot of the... Uh, most most of the gay community is like, that's transphobic, so please stop. But then there's a lot of people being like, nope, this is all based... He actually, specifically, he has a... It is not... Um, he, people are like you're misunderstanding him he is only really coming out against white transgender people and not black transgender people and i was like i feel like you're doing oops to justify all of this it does seem like it i mean i watched the special and in my opinion he, he spent 40 minutes of an hour and of an 80 minute set like making jokes about trans people and i'm just like i don't know seems a little punching down to me but uh, but people are just like, oh, but so many white people will make transgender jokes and get away with it. And but because he's black, he's not getting away with it. And I'm like, I think that might be a valid point to bring up. But he's still, I don't know, it still is pretty transphobic, the stuff he was saying. I bet you tons of money that Dave Chappelle dabbles in trans female hookers more so than anyone thinks. That's where I think this is coming from. I think that's his thing. Oh, Because anytime somebody is weird about a thing, it's because they have it going on inside of them. So I think he is attracted to, and I think he pays for. Yeah. All trans I know. Yeah. All I know is that yeah, everybody, everybody's mad at everybody, and everybody's doubling down and sticking to like, and I'm just like, yeah, it's just. I don't know. In the end, in the end, I do think it comes down to punching down. Like, like yeah. this is a marginalized community. Do we need to make jokes about these people and make right? Them? And it's like, are, it's is it? It's still a joke to us. The like, yeah, gender and, and issues and the whole like, world of that. Like, I'm it's, part it's of another marginalized community means I'm allowed to make fun of this marginalized community. I don't. I don't know if that really holds up. I don't know if that argument holds up to me. There but are anyway, an infinite yeah. number of other topics out there. Why the fuck are you spending 50% of your comedy special talking about trans issues? Like, that seems like the methinks she doth protest too much. 
But I will say, speaking because we've been talking about um, casting, can The Rock play that part of Black Adam? We were talking about Prince and Batman. Last night, Rami Malek was on Saturday Night Live, and they were having a Prince-off of who's going to star in the Jordan Peele Prince biopic, which was the <laughs> sketch. And it was Keenan Thompson versus Rami Malek. And they kept doing all of this stuff. And in the end, <laughs> he's just like, yeah, and... you're Keenan Thompson, you're terrible. Rami Malek, you're amazing. But in the end, you're not black. And he's like, but I'm Egyptian, so I'm African. And they're like, no, don't fucking do that. (laughs) And they're like, we're going to give it to Keenan Thompson. (laughs) Um, There's one last trailer I do want to talk about. One last. And this this one has me worked up. It has I am, me happy, I am there with you, but girl. it also has me worked up because it has me scared. I've never been so stressed to see a movie in my life. I'm so stressed. And it is called, it's this trailer, not for Scream 5. It's the trailer for Scream. Scream. They're not calling it Scream 5. Which makes me feel that they're about to start this over. And if they're about to start <sighs> it over... That means they're fucking killing, they're going to be killing these main characters off. However, it does look like they do, none of them die in the opening scene. So at least we have that. Yeah, so that's good. But seeing the trailer for Scream really makes me think Dewey is not going to make it. Because you see Dewey get attacked in a dark hallway and you see Gale like freaking the fuck out, screaming, crying. Yeah. I was like, oh, why is she crying? But while I'm saying this, and I will say this, if Dewey goes, I can handle it. If Courtney Cox or Nev Campbell die, I can't handle it. I can't handle it. That is Nancy dying at the end of Nightmare 3 Dream Warriors, traumatizing, okay? Traumatizing, yes. But then she did come back as herself in part seven. But that was in a different universe. That was... I know it was in our universe. I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> that was Heather Langenkamp, or whatever you say her last name. Heather Langenkamp. Do you remember what Patricia Arquette as Kristen says when Nancy Heather Langenkamp is dying in her arms? What does she say? I'm gonna dream you into a beautiful dream forever and ever. And in that dream, you're gonna be in a TV show, <laughs> and the guy who plays your brother is gonna direct WandaVision. And the girl who plays your sister is going to be in the next one, part four. A die in and a she's going to get turned into a bug. <laughs> Everybody watch Just the Ten of Us. One of the best sitcoms ever made. Anyway. Oh, my God. Why are we friends? It was great. Uh, what was? Just the Ten of Us. Oh, I love Just the Ten of Us. Oh, I, I thought you were telling me why are we friends because you and I are like, with that. Oh, okay. no, I'm just, we're, we're so this like on the, the same, same wavelength. <laughs> oh my God, we're the same person. Anyway, so Scream, I mean, it's just. Do it's you know just, what this room, it's, it's a, like, it reminds me of a remake and it's darker, right? Doesn't it like certainly darker than part three? My well, God. I think that's something that people were complaining about is like the humor seems to be devoid of the trailer and i and was like what, that doesn't necessarily mean it's not there so we don't right. really know there's, yet. there's so much they're not showing us my god i think though about like the remakes like who is like it's there i think it's the same production company it might be blumhouse although i don't think so blumhouse seems like it's more original but the elm street remake where it was um the dude that played rorschach as freddie 
Yeah. That was like darker and had no soul. It was like darker and was, did not feel like an Elm street movie. Cause it just was like, Bleh. yeah. Uh, what's the other evil, the evil dead remake yeah. with the, with the girl ash well, the that thing, that's the thing had that, none of it. Yeah. And I will say this, the people don't realize highly polished CGI makes things inherently less scary. Yeah. And I will say the one thing I did like about Malignant is all of the weird shit that was going on did not look too, even though it was CGI, it didn't look too CGI-y. Yeah. And I think that's, and I think that's, and luckily with Scream, you don't ever even have to fucking deal with it because there's no supernatural. There's nothing supernatural going on. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm scared. I'm worried. It's, I think, you know what I realize now? I always talk about like my favorite movies of all time. And I, even though I love Scream, I never put it up in the, I think I want Scream is entering the top 10 of my favorite movies of all time. I don't think I ever had it there before and I'm putting it That's there. That's so now. interesting. Me too. Like whenever I'm like, okay, what was like my top 20 movies? Yeah, I'm like, like well, why do I never put Scream? Yeah. But I put Clue. Jackie Brown. Like yeah. Clue. Yeah, but you know what? Batman Scream. Returns. What's a movie I keep on watching over and over again? Fucking Scream. Fucking Scream. And also Scream. But then I get into Scream 2. Do I like that better? <laughs> and therefore is that my favorite movie? You like Scream 2 better than Scream 1? I love Scream 2. Like, I mean, they're all so good. A I like lot. all of them. I love Scream 3. But Scream, I love Scream, Scream 3. Scream 3 is definitely not the best movie made of all time. But it had fucking Parker Posey in it. I introduced... Um, I sat down and made my friend Jamie, who's really into film. She never saw 2, 3, and 4. And I sat her down and we marathoned through 2, 3, and 4. She is obsessed with 3. I'm like, really? That's your takeaway, huh? All right. Do you, girl. <laughs> but four I just rewatched. so good oh my god fucking Emma Emma Roberts at the end like just when she's telling everyone to shut the fuck up yeah did fuck you, you did you guess that she was the killer no I did at the moment no when she just didn't get killed and the first one her friend across the street gets killed and they went across the street and then she just got cut Oh, yeah. When she just got cut, I was like, that's a minor flesh wound. She's in on it. And, and, and it was they, like immediately the way it was a minor flesh wound. I was like, she's in on it. And and when she turned when I was right, I was like, yeah, baby. They do that in two. Jerry O'Connell chases after the killer, quote unquote, gets a cut on his arm a minor flesh wound and then winds up not being the killer but here's the difference they did a weird close-up where he made a weird glance so you're like oh oh, the director wants me to think that he might be the killer therefore he's not not do it with emma roberts and so i was like "Uh that's right yeah and also they use sid's confusion about whether or not he is the killer later in the movie to confuse her exactly that Mickey. Okay, what did she say? Was she just screen. like, wasn't she like, you can all fuck yourself, go fuck yourselves. Like, <laughs> where he's like, help me. And she's like, you can all fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Something. Like all tied up. Which in the end, she did cause his death. Um, she did. She murdered him. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, okay. But let's move on to the horror of uh, horror movies to the horror of your nightmares. Let's talk. Oh, about wait, one, one thing. I'm oh. sorry. If Jeff, wait, I forgot to mention why the last man is not getting picked up for a second season. Already? Ah! There's your nightmare. 
Uh, yeah, no, FX is not interested in picking it up for a second season. Did it do really bad the show, in the ratings? I don't know, but the showrunner said she's going to find it a new home. Interesting. I stopped yeah. watching it. My favorite comic of all time, and I stopped watching it. Not even because it was bad, but because I'm depressed and I don't feel like yeah, watching. A same. Movie, I think that's why. A, a show I think it's just that. poor timing. Yeah. All right. The nightmares about X Men, you say? Yeah, hit it. I want your X. Come on. <laughs> oh my God. I had a nightmare that I was being mind controlled uh, by a mutant from very far away, and he made me kill my girlfriend. And then I woke up screaming because I had a girlfriend. Is this real? No, this is X-Force. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, wait. I thought you were talking about X-Men. So that's why I... Okay, you're, are we talking about X-Force first? Let's do X-Force first. Get it out of the way. Okay. Well, that's not a dream. That shit really happened. Oh, shit. That's right. Colossus. Apparently, there's a mutant who can write stories about a person and make the them chronicler? do... Yeah, and, and make them do what they're doing in his story. I think Great that's power. actually kind of a cool mutant power. Yeah, it's a very creative power. But we also have to deal with uh, Mikhail, his crazy, powerful brother, who yep. is just always an awful character and always stupid. And always stupid. And I don't care about this. So, of course, he writes Colossus. He wants Colossus out of the picture. So he apparently has been writing him to date Pink Lady, who I don't even know who Pink Lady is. Who is she? What's her name? Well, it doesn't really matter. Doesn't matter anymore. So he has her date her and go off the grid so that he's not part of X-Force. But now he uh, she discovers that he's been painting like maps and, and details of Krakoa and is about to like send it all off to Russia and she discovers it. And so he fucking murders her, snaps her neck. Yeah. Um, being controlled. I mean, so, so Colossus has been mentally manipulated for quite a while now. And you know what? I we hate had the no most idea. Of, you know what I hate the most about this? Do you know what this means? Do you know who was what? right? Beast. Who? Beast was the one who wanted to be arrested. Let's call him in. Let's cage him. Oh, shit. That's right. Let's put him on parade so everyone sees that he's a lesson. Yeah. He was right the whole goddamn time. I hate that. Ugh. Anyway, where is this going? I don't know. I don't care. Well, Beast didn't know that Colossus was being mind controlled. Like, Beast's accusation was basically, you're Russian, so you must be doing this. Well, yeah. He's still guarding. Which is so fucked up, which is really, really went a long way. I mean, not ever connecting with this book ever. And I will say this, this book does not. I mean, I wonder if anyone in Russia is like trying to ban this book. <laughs> Oof, this book is not this kind to the is like, Russians are awful. <laughs> and it's not like that. I mean, the, the Russian government is very problematic. So I'm not even saying that what they're saying is wrong. But I am curious of like if Russia has like if they've caught wind. Did you know there's a whole X-Men book that talks about how your government's garbage? They're like which one? They're like X-Force. They're like, oh, that's the shitty one. Oh, my goodness. I hope they don't write about yeah. China next. Because oh. China just launched a, a hypersonic nuke 
uh, a missile that went around the entire world in like minutes or whatever. So let's not write about China (laughs) because. Good Lord. Because, you know, they're going to they're going to fucking nuke L.A. first. So I'm not in the mood to be blown up. Yeah, shit. I should go live in Montana. Yeah. We should, we need to get out of our New York and LA apartments. Yeah, but no, you'll move to Montana, and then the super volcano at Yellowstone will erupt. We're fucked no matter what. Oh fuck. Anyway, uh, X Force sucks is basically what we're saying. We'd rather talk Yay! about China nuking us than talk about X Force. Oh God, I, I really leaned in when we got to the nuclear genocide part. <laughs> X Force, I was like, meh. I'm half one foot in the door, one foot out. Let's talk about um, another X-Men book, the other X-Men book. which The was, X-Men? The X-Men, which oh I will Number just four. say this, felt a little bit of a filler. little filler, a little, little Halloween special. For me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I do love watching Jean Grey smack around what's supposed to be like one of the more powerful villainous entities in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, I did like that. The thing I did not like is we're going to go into Cyclops's nightmares. Now we're into Jean Grey's nightmares. Now we're into Wolverine's nightmares, and we're done. I'm like, wait, what? And about, we're done. What about Sync? Don't go into Wolverine's and not go into Sync's nightmares. He has probably that the most interesting. Been, that would have been a more rewarding issue for me because you could have gotten like it would have been a, a book of of characterization let's see rogues nightmares i want to see polaris's yeah. nightmares yeah like it's that issue of um uncanny x-men annual we love where like they go fight horde and the citadel and all of their dreams come true like yeah. diving into the psyches of each character is a good thing a good thing yeah they but then too you know much on the nightmare gene gray fight which wasn't even yeah was i mean like i liked it but than, than a fight and then it goes she was through. smacking him around oh, there yeah. was no battle of wits oh, yeah. that's true I mean she was like pew 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 but then we get into the the guy who wanted to go to Mars yes and he's on his way to Mars it looks like and I'm just like he's fucking going to Mars isn't he just going to get isn't he just going to land and be killed isn't he just going right, to land right. and be killed He's going to be killed so many times. I kind of want that to happen. I want him to land. And that would be hilarious. Be did you ever No, did, you didn't read Invincible, right? No. There was this ongoing thing of they kept cutting at the end of each episode to this old man being like, I'm building I'm building the ultimate war machine. And it kept cutting for issue after issue. Every once in a while, it would cut to this guy. And finally, and it was like at least 20, 30 issues in, he has this huge like Iron Man suit. And he's like, now I will take over the world. And he steps outside and it starts raining and it just short circuits and he's trapped in it. <laughs> And then That's a few great. issues later, they come across it, and there's just like a skeleton inside. <laughs> That's and so great. It's like literally pointless. I hope that is what happens with this character. There is a scene in this book, in this issue, that we do want to talk about, though, right? Uh, which part? Because Emma's in it. Oh, the part with Emma. Yeah. Yeah. So hilarious. 
Yeah, do you like my dress? Mm, it's not really for me. Yeah, that's so her nightmare. Turns to the camera or you. Yeah, uh, right. That is her nightmare. Her of like nightmare Emma is Emma telling her she's not good enough. Looking down, yeah, looking down upon her, making fun of her, making her feel small and stupid. This also raised a thing for me. What's up with Jean wearing this costume? The Since Mar- Hickman, the Marvel Girl costume. Yeah, like. There has to be... Is, th- is there going to be meaning behind this? It was so weird for Jean to... The Jean that we knew in X-Men Red to revert to this look. Maybe it's about reclaiming identity and a fresh start before things you know, spiraled out of control for her and for mutants. Maybe it represents a point in time and a mindset... I don't know. I'm going to tell you but this. But it's weird. I, I know we love Hickman, but I really think Hickman did it because he thought it looked cool. I think so. I just I think someone so. was um, complaining about <clears throat> comics have trained us to think that women with their boobs hanging out and long flowy hair and high heels and mini skirts are fighting clothes. <laughs> yeah. And it, it is that thing where it's just like, it is weird that she's an all powerful, but she's still fighting in heels and a mini skirt and a boomerang mask. It's real. I, I would like Jerry Duggan to address it and turn it into story. I also think the one thing that would be interesting is that for me, the thing that's most iconic about it is it's the, it's the outfit that she sacrificed herself as before when she committed suicide yeah. as the Phoenix. Yeah. I don't know. But technically she has the memories of the Phoenix, but she also has the memories. They never address this. Of she Maddie. has the memories of Madeline Pryor. Yep. And what wouldn't it be funny if she just starts dressing like Madeline Pryor after Madeline Pryor gets resurrected? Just throwing that out. Oh, that'd be great. They have like a single white female book a whole book about gene single white femaleing maddie yes i have thought of a new x book picture it okay. madeline pryor Jean mm-hmm. gray mm-hmm. rachel summers yes hope summers oh uh, it's called x-men red it's called the carpet matches the drapes <laughs> <laughs> um Anyway, so the X-Men, it was, that was fun, but yeah, whatever. I felt like it was a very underwhelming week for X-Men. Nothing monumental, I, especially after Inferno. Yeah, I felt so, yeah. Like, you know, I know. after Inferno, I'm like, come on, get, you know, don't fucking, you know, don't, don't, don't finger my butt with a pinky when there's a big, you know, juicy hard dick right You got a big corner. cucumber, right. Yeah. Yeah. Cucumber? Yeah. Have you ever done that? I, um, no. Have you ever used a cucumber? <laughs> No. Okay, good. Um, no, I really have not. Um, <laughs> I love the Cyclops pumpkin in the beginning of this issue. Yeah. I think it's adorable that somebody carved a Cyclops pumpkin. Do you think they did that or is that fans coming out and putting them out? I think they did it. I think Scott did it. I think that's like, a, like it's kind of like new Scott. He does stuff like that. Roses Enjoy are red. Violets are red. Everything is Everything's red. Everything's red. <laughs> <laughs> Um, another thing I liked about this book, though, is when they did go into Scott and Jean's nightmares, it felt like an old blanket to have Scott n- having a nightmare about the plane and jumping out and like 
giving away baby cable and gene about like the broccoli people i was like oh yeah they, like it feels like they don't the talk about that people. kind of stuff they don't but talk about that well, stuff that's anymore. the weird thing is the whole point of chris claremont my chris claremont chris claremont purposely tried to when he was forced to like have her be resurrected they wanted to make it so that um she was completely separated separated from that genocide incident but then she ended up getting all of those memories so is she separated from it should she feel guilty about it when technically that wasn't her um no but she should do everything she can to be accountable and make up for it which is why she joined the x-men yeah which was another thing i loved about this issue do you have anything else to say about the X-Men? I sure do, but not on this show. How about we talk about some other comics? <gasps> okay, let's do it. Hit it. You gotta get a comic if you wanna get a hit. Brett, I uh, only caught up on the Doctor Strange and I caught up on the part I missed of Something's Killing the Children. So I did a lot of Good. catch up on things we've already talked about, but you actually did read something new. What I did. Um, one thing I did, I did love that in X-Men 4, they brought up the death of Doctor Strange as the reason Nightmare was doing this thing. So I thought that was a lovely tie. Um, but I read um, issue two of Superman and the Authority. Superman. Ew, you read a DC book? Ew, ew, I did. Ew, 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 I read a DC comic. Um, Superman is putting together his own authority team um, to kind of, you know, make up for what he sees as the failures of his past. This is as two of our cast members in this new issue, not new issue. I'm sorry. It is already run its four issue course, by the way, Grant Morrison. Ha ha. My favorite. Um, Issue two sees Superman after he recruited. um, Oh, what's that guy's name? Manchester Jones. The British kind of wait, wait, mostly this, villain. I read, I read that one. This is, they're only on episode two, issue two. No, 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 no. All four have come out. I'm behind. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to read all four for the show, but I read two. I'm still going to talk about it. It is him building this team with um, Manchester Freddie and the two uh, members, or the three. I'm sorry, three members that they recruit are. Um, Natalie Irons, who is Steele's like daughter or niece, something like that. So she's like a young female Steele. Okay. And then Apollo and Midnighter, everyone's favorite violent gay couple. Give me, give me a quick rundown on them. They were members of the original Authority alongside Jenny Sparks, Jenny, who later became Jenny Quantum, the doctor, um, the city guy whose name I can never remember, Jack something. Um, and this team concept, it was a Mark Miller and then a Warren Ellis book, was that this was basically, they were like benevolent dictators almost. Like they basically had just settled everything across the world, like kind of like... Um, like a cable and X-Force back in the original concept of like, we're we're a more proactive team. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So that was where they made their debut. And I remember when that came out, the first few issues, 
suggested that they were close. They had a relationship. And then there was this great issue where Midnighter kisses Apollo on the head and it was clear they were a couple and like the whole world changed. Midnighter is very Batman-y. Apollo is very Superman-y. Oh, okay. Yeah. And did they do any fun gay stuff in this? They did. So this book consisted of little solo adventures of each member of so the they were team. Each solo, so they're just jerking off. Exactly. They were each doing a solo fit. <laughs> there was a, um, a little adventure with Steel. And each of these little adventures in this issue were drawn by a different artist than who drew the framing device or the, the, the main plot. Uh, and it was at the end of each of these little adventures that Superman and oh, like Manchester Jim would show. Yeah, join. Oh, good, good job. Join the team. Um, so Apollo and Midnight are, are on a mission, taking down soldiers on their anniversary. And Apollo is being very like, it's our anniversary. Why are you doing this to me? I don't want to have to murder people today of all days. And then they go through the adventure. It's hilarious. Like Midnighter winds up killing all of these people. Uh, he's saved by Apollo when he's near death. And then at the end, Midnighter's like, thank you so much for saving my life, babe. By the way, I know it's our anniversary. I did get you a gift. We are on a team with Superman. And Apollo's like, oh my God, really? And he's like, yes. And hot daddy, older Superman, not young, thin, next gen Superman. But not, not young, thin, bisexual, threatened to our relationship <laughs> Superman. Yes. Yeah, no, they, they, with Hot Daddy Superman. So Apollo is very happy. And it's fun. It's, a, it's Grant Morrison writing Superman is one of the great joys of comic book reading because he's the anti Zack Snyder. Yeah. Superman is everything we should aspire to be. Yeah. Superman is the one who will always show us the way. He will always be the light. Which is what. Uh, his, so it's great reading that. And character. I will say that that is always what the main. Thing. I not the Batman, but like Wonder Woman, Superman. We're always about like this, the idolized perfect hero. Yeah, your aspirational. And, so I hate it. and Batman, you can make dark because of his past, but Superman and Wonder Woman, I hate it when they try to make them all conflicted and you know what I mean. Yeah, that's not what they're about. They're not. There's they're other pure. They're pure you beings. Do that with. Yes. You shouldn't be doing it with Superman. Exactly, and Grant Morrison knows that he gets that, so it's a joy to read this book. I'm sure by next episode of Comic Book Queer's Legacy, which will be episode 200, by the way, I will have read the whole thing. Ooh. Ooh, so exciting. That's what, that's what we're going to do that's special for episode 200. I'm going to have read all of Superman and the Authority. All four issues. <laughs> wow, you heard it here first, that's, folks. That's my mighty feat. That's right. Well, how about we talk about some things that we watched? Because we were talking oh. about DC. There's more DC shit happening. There sure are. Hit it. Someone who watch superhero sci-fi stuff with me. Oh, darlings, I watched something. I watched oh, something did called you? Titans. Oh, Titans episode 12 of I'm, season three. I'm glad they didn't beat around the bush of getting uh, Nightwing into the Lazarus pit. Yeah, we all knew scene. that was going to happen. We all knew that was going to happen. So last episode ended with Dick Grayson getting shot through the neck and he died. Raven and Beast Boy happen upon him, get him into a Lazarus pit. But this whole opening scene of them doing that, very significant for a different reason. 
because is this the first time Beast yes. Boy turned into something other than a tiger? Yes. yes. Turned into a bat. When he turned into a bat. When he was turning into the bat, I was just screaming like, yes, fucking finally. And then Ryan Potter turned back into Gar, human form, and had no shirt on. Shirt and I was on. screaming, yes, fucking finally. Jesus Christ, he's so fucking hot. What a body. That show, man. The boys on that show, next level. I'm telling you, can you imagine if Beast Boy, Nightwing, Superboy, and Jason Todd were all just like standing naked over you and and Hawk? Oh God! Who would you go? Who would you go for first? Nightwing. So Nightwing, right. Brenton Thwaites is the hottest thing on the planet. Yeah, I think I. Would that have to go said, for too. Oh, what? Oh, is it different? I Alan Richson, like. Not only Blue Mountain State, which he had me by the balls that whole show. He's so hot. When he auditioned for American Idol in like season three and they had him take his shirt off in the hallway. Oh, yeah. That's when I started becoming an Alan Richson fan. You're talking about Hawk? Yes. When Alan Richson was on Blue Mountain State, I was like, oh, my God, it's that muscle man from it's that muscle boy from American Idol that one time. Hawk is a little too steroidy for me. I'm into that. I mean, uh, here's the deal. I would sleep with it in a hot second. So that's my type. See that. But here's the thing. Have you been with a lot of guys with those bodies? Once or twice. They don't. It doesn't feel as good in person because it's too hard. Mm, I disagree. It's hard. Like their butts are hard. I want a butt that's squeezy. I like someone that's like that. Squeezy. No, but here's the deal. I like someone like Hawk. And then he's like, you know what? I'm going to take like a month off and do whatever. Yeah, I'm going to have a cheeseburger. And then I'm like, all right, now hit me up. So they're still all beefy, but their butt is squeezable. Mm, no, I like a firm mattress and a firmer man. <laughs> um, also. Uh, but he's very Jesus-y. I follow him on Insta. Oh, gross. Yeah. Um, but also in this, uh, we kind of still, things are still kind of separated where it's now... Nightwing and Raven Beast Boy and now Jason Todd has like joined the fold and I do like this where finally Jason Todd realizes Scarecrow's going to just murder the entire town he's going to murder yeah. everyone commit a genocide and Jason Todd's like okay I, I guess this is probably a bridge too far mm, and yeah. Nightwing's like you're going to I'm come and help me and he's like does that mean I'll be a titan again and Nightwing's no. like, you'll never be a Titan again. You'll never be a Titan but again, you but you can, can't help. But you can help and do the right thing. And I was like, thank God. Thank God. That was a great moment. And I think it is setting up that Jason Todd is going to die. I think another thing, I think they've set up that if they do do another season, I think they set up who the bad guy is going to be. I think they did. And by the way, season four was announced at DC Fandom. Oh, so it is picked up. Yep. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. I think and we now know who our season four villain could be. be and I'm, I agree. Superboy gets basically dumped and fucking goes crazy because he's basically 19 years old. And he's terrifying. And he's also half Lex Luthor. Like exactly. they have, they have hyped up that he's half Lex Luthor so much this season. You knew a heel turn was coming. It was so and telegraphed. the fact that Nightwing was so stupid to do the, um, the kryptonite, the on kryptonite him, dust. He's like, fuck yeah. the Titans. Fuck the Titans, yeah. fuck everyone. It's just you and me. And then um, 
the sister Black and then she's Star, like well i'm out was like i'm out of here he just fucking blow he pretends he's fixing the ship and then fucking blows it up yeah oh, shit fucked up yeah but also he's so hot oh fuck yeah i i might have to choose superboy actually i I might have to choose Beast Boy, actually. But I will say this. Who has the more buttery, smooth skin, Beast Boy or Superboy? I think it's a They both have some buttery skin, uh, though. Like, I just yeah. want to suck on their nipples. Yes. Yes. No, there's milk. Like, I'm telling you. <laughs> more likely Beast Boy. Oh, sure. Just because of the power set thing. But fuck. But, but they still, are. when it comes down to it, um, Nightwing, or th- that he would be the best in bed. Yeah, he's got. Yeah, yeah. He would fuck you until your eyes fucking roll back. Yeah, he. Um, I follow him on Insta too. Like he really in in the off season, he grows his hair out long. He grows like a beard. He's always in his house like shirtless, playing acoustic guitar. You on know, he smokes grinder, a ton of weed nonstop. <laughs> being like the door is open. A bottle of lube. My ass is in the air. No, no, no. Never mind. Oh, He's my top. God. He's power top. I'm sitting there blindfolded, sitting with a raging heart on, and you just have to walk in and sit on it. Yep. And that's true, because I'm from L.A., and I know that's true. No, I don't know that's true. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so horny now. Well, um, so what else happened? There's another show, DC show, called... Doom Patrol also picked up for season four. And did you you got you got caught up on it? I did another episode, just like Titans, where the team was kind of split up. Well, here's the thing, and it was checking in with each character separately. Yeah, and here's the thing that's very interesting is we kind of saw that Elastigirl Rita was filming. Um, what's her name? Laura Laura Demille. Um, yeah, is it Lauren or Laura? One of those. Madame um, Rouge. Anyway, so we knew that she's somewhere in the past. And we've also set up that she showed up and made and like pushed her in the room to make sure she got shot. Like, so she, we know that she time travels at some point. So yeah, we here, were thinking, though, that that second Rita Farr was shapeshifter Madame Rouge in disguise. But, but no, I think it was actually Rita Farr. Yeah. And here's the thing that's brilliant about this show is doing something. This show just always has plots plots that like i've never had a show that's had a plot like this and adding the thing of that when you travel through time you lose your memories is such a fun thing so fun so here we have michelle gomez who lauren demille or whatever the fuck her name is she comes into the future doesn't know who the fuck she is and she's trying to find the sisterhood of the Dada, and they fucking hate her, and they want her fucking dead, and she doesn't know what's going on. Rita Farr then goes back in time, loses her memories, gets picked up, and gets put in the sisterhood of Dada, but she doesn't know who she is. But Michelle Gomez, uh, Lauren Mill, she does know who she is back in 1917 or whenever the fuck this was. So we have two Michelle Gomez's, one knowing who she is and one not knowing who she is. Um, and two sisterhoods of the Dada where it's all lovey-dovey and great. And then the future back in the day where they want her dead. And so you're like, oh, shit's going down. We also know that when they were in purgatory, some man whose face was all fucked up saved Rita's life because he loves her. And that is clearly the caged bird heart guy. Yeah. Yes. I think agent in the comic is agent exclamation point. Yeah. 
these are all Morrison characters back on Grant Morrison. The they were the Brotherhood of Dada in the comic. But you had like the guy with the bicycle on his back, and you had um, the girl who was like last episode was asleep in the ice cream truck, and then she was super strong when she was sleepwalking. Yeah, these are all characters from that uh, Morrison's Doom Patrol run. Very exciting, and it's just so fun and great. Yeah, the fog. Yeah, I will say. In addition, we have like Cyborg wanting to get replace his robot parts with skin. Oh, Cyborg! Sad, but like not the most interesting thing going on. So I'm just going to brush over. Yeah, sure. And then we have Robot like getting a a, a internet addiction. Whatever. (laughs) Yeah, I know. The other interesting thing is this weird fight with uh. What's her name? Personality girl. What's her Crazy Jane. Jane. Crazy Jane. And I find this so interesting because all of her personalities were created to protect and save this little girl. Her true self, Kay. And Kay is now healing and is ready to come up. And of course, Jane is like, great, let's do it. And all the other ones are like, no. And you could tell they're being like, no, because then we won't be needed. Exactly. They it's, might not even exist. And it's this weird thing now where it's like, it's going to be a war between her and her personalities. And I don't know how the fuck that is going to play out in the real world of like, <laughs> I just have imagined right. with them each taking over the body and fighting each other. Like it's that I find of the potential for some really crazy shit. That's going to be fun. I would love something wild like that. Also interesting is what's going on with Negative Man, how he found his son when they were, where were they when when they encountered his son as an old man and the son was a member of the Bureau of Normalcy? Oh, I think, weren't they infiltrating the Bureau of Normalcy? Yeah, yeah. Which is, by the way, which is where the Sisterhood of Dada comes from. I thought that was very interesting. Yes. The Sisterhood of Dada were like the the metas, yes. the freaks, the people with powers that worked at Bureau of Normalcy and all the normal humans now, the pe- segregated Wait, I have a question. The people that shot Rita, that where their whole mission was to shoot Rita, were they working yeah. for them too? I think so. It was it was Brain and Monsieur Mala. Yeah, that's who hired the aliens who wound up killing the Doom Patrol a few episodes ago. So, so whatever Rita does, some really fucked up shit. If she has a hit on her, yeah, from from them. So I'm very interested in. All I know is this is at first I was like, how can this go anywhere interesting? They've already been so weird and wackadoo and crazy, and they're doing it. I love it. They're doing it. Yep, it's great. Little time travel. It's great. Did you watch anything else that you want to talk uh, about? You know, you know I did, and I am trying to make a Halloween recommendation every episode during spooky season, and I have one for you. Yes. Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Muppets Haunted Mansion. Okay. Um Listen. I'm going to fight you on this because I started um, watching it and I had to stop because it was so bad. What is it? it was the, it's the Muppets. What's bad? Because if you watch the Muppet caper, the Muppet movie, it was written sure. for both adults and children. This is only written for children. I could not. This is, it's a special. Yeah, this it is, it's, well, it's only, for it's only like 45 minutes. It's not even a movie. Well, I made it halfway through and I did not like it. It was to me more like the Muppet Show than a Muppet movie. 
and it's adorable. Fine. I'm just a Gonzo super fan. I'm a Gonzo stan, so... Well, Gonzo's in trouble with the right now. You heard about that. Oh, God, because of the gender stuff on Muppet Babies? Yeah. Yes. He wore. He wanted to be a princess and wore a dress, and the fucking... The all yeah. went fucking crazy. You know they did, girl. That a Muppet who... Gender, the gender of Gonzo, that's never been a distinct thing. No. Because let's be honest, this character likes to fuck chickens. So let's not... I mean, if we're, if we're going to be real about it. If we're going to be real, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, who cares if, if they want to wear a dress? Who fucking cares? It's because the alt-right wants to pretend that... Oh, yeah. Well, it's a disease. The new thing is because in a curriculum, it wanted to talk about... Um, Gay people. And they're like, they're teaching about anal sex to kindergartners. And you're like, you know you can teach about gay people without talking about anal sex. Yeah. I know this is shocking to you. (laughs) Yeah. Because they don't see how we can possibly be in love. And and also, lesbians, no anal sex. (laughs) Well, maybe. Who knows? But not with a penis. <laughs> Listen, don't discount the more resourceful lesbians out there. All right, fine. Muppets Haunted Mansion. I love that you hated it. Okay, I have another Halloween recommendation for you. It's not exactly Halloween, but Halloween is in the title. And I'm talking about Batman The Long Halloween, parts one and two. I've only watched part one. Animated movie on HBO Max. I if do want to watch Did you ever it. read The Long Halloween? I did not. Oh, Give me the oh, quick you must. There is a murder every holiday and the press and the cops dub the killer holiday and Batman is searching for who holiday is. And every, it's drawn by Tim Sale. He has a very distinct art style uh, written by, um, is it Jeff Loeb who wrote Long Halloween? I think so. Uh, the movie emulates Tim Sale's art quite a bit, which is very nice. Very nice to see that style of art in an animated movie. Um, it's more Batman in his early days. So this is, I think I could, I could, yeah, I can say this. This is the story of Batman realizing he needs to be a detective also. and needs to be a good detective in order to like effectively be Batman. He can't just like be a warrior. He has to be a thinker too. So this is like Batman's first big detective case. Fine. And it's epic. It's sprawling. Like every villain is in it. Um, the, the, there are twists. Like I will see the killer reveal at the end is powerful. Don't tell me because I don't want to watch it. It's great. Well, you heard it. Batman the Long Halloween. The Long and Halloween. And it's... Um, Jensen Ackles is the voice of Batman Bruce Wayne. And Josh Duhamel is Harvey Dent. Harvey Dent features very heavily in this story. Um, And then we've got the late Naya Rivera as Selena Kyle Catwoman. Oh. Yeah. And there's actually a lovely dedication at the end of part one in her memory. That's sad. I'm definitely going to watch it. But I think that's everything, um, huh? Is there yeah, it else? is. I will say you've got to watch Midnight Mass. I've started it. I will. I will. I will. I will. I will. The, the, the Mike Flanagan stuff, Evil Jeff, they are slow burns. Yeah. So be forewarned. Okay. 
Everyone's like, you gotta get past the first couple of episodes. You gotta get past the first couple episodes. All right, then. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you. Um, for another episode. We are only one episode away from 200. You've done this 200 times almost. 200 times. Crazy. Who has the time? Oh, Evidently, we do. Evidently, we do, because we don't have any other friends. That's right. <laughs> and hopefully you can watch something spooky um, as Halloween approaches closer. Maybe you can watch The Long Night. But I will say this. If you did watch Batman The Long Halloween, well, that makes you <gasps> queer. queer. You're queer for watching that. Bye. 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 Bye.